getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Poor thing. On the show with us is Shania. And I stepped into the studio a little later than <laughs> usual because I was just drinking a coffee and I, I do this thing where right before the show, mm-hmm. I just spend some quiet time with myself. I just mm-hmm. center myself so I always feel like, it's like you know like that moment backstage yes, before you step yes. onto the stage? Take but then our producer Jillian did not know if I was going to show up. <laughs> Shania also, she was, she was panicking. She was like, oh my gosh, do I have to cover evening like, show? What do I talk about for <laughs> pop-off segment? You will rock it. I have no doubt about it. Okay? Josh is always so kind. You did your first year in radio here on Kiss 92. Not and now, even. Soon, soon right? Soon, soon. We got to do a nice little celebration now, okay? <laughs> uh, very soon, we're going to check in on our Expedia Mystery Travel <laughs> Sound game. We're going to run through some of the wrong answers so far. But we also managed to get green light to share a big clue. <laughs> That can help you out. You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon. Shania over here. <laughs> We're trying to eradicate uh, this revelation that yes. Shania does not know her greats that came before. <gasps> Even though her mom has yes. uh, tried to pass on Abba, Jenna Jackson, Mariah, mm. Celine, Whitney, Cindy Walker. Yeah, yeah. Right. And and you brought up Shaka Khan, and yeah, surprisingly, yeah. you knew. Through the of fire. Of course. I love that. Through the fire, through the limit, to the wall. Why are you holding yourself back? You know you got a voice. Uh, thanks, Josh. <laughs> Moving on. Actually, even for my generation, for the millennials, a lot of us don't know this one, right? We know this version. We didn't know the Shaka Khan sample. Classic by Kanye West, his very first release, mm. Through the Wire. What? He says, why? I spit why? it through the wire, right? So yeah. I spit as in I rap, right? I rap through the wire. Do you know mm. why? No. He was wearing braces. <laughs> You're kidding. This, I kid you not. Kanye West, <laughs> his very first single. See, fun little fact. I'm like a walking encyclopedia of it. pop culture knowledge. But uh, Kanye used to work as a producer for Jay-Z and he would produce uh, Jamie for... Jamie Foxx. Right. And then, you know, he wanted to be uh, his own rapper, but yeah. no one believed in him. So there's actually, I think there's a Kanye documentary, I think on Netflix, Brilliant Watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've always seen Kanye as this egomaniac. Donda, was it? Uh, Donna's the album Ah But if you only see Kanye As sort of this egomaniac Which he is Yeah But uh, he's also a genius You yeah. can't deny And and he was very firm About how he believed in himself As a star He said I'm going to be The next Jay-Z I'm going to mm-hmm. follow in his footsteps So he went to various record labels Even the one that he worked at To his own boss what? And said please this is my song yes. Through the Wire and it's about me rapping through my ba- braces <laughs> you know and I'm trying to prove to you that I can rap and then yeah. many years down the road he went on to become a billionaire not a billionaire anymore but still you know Kanye musical genius uh, back onto the playlist right now uh, standing solo and actually running her own management this time around not gonna be I don't, is it JY, JYP? not JYP YG YG see you're schooling me as well. Uh, YG will not be managing uh, each of the girls' uh, solo careers, uh, but as a group, they, they will be. Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, Kiss 92. Uh, right now, we're going to check in on our Kiss 92 Mystery Travel Sounds sponsored by Expedia. Uh, up to 12K worth of Expedia rewards points. And every Ooh. time it's a wrong guess, the prize snowballs to $500 extra. Uh, so currently, the prize pool is at 4.5K worth of Expedia rewards Whoa. points. That is massive. So just to put things in perspective with the currency, right? So one Expedia rewards point is about one Singapore dollar. 
So it's about the same, except this time around on Expedia, with the app especially, uh, you can book your flights and your hotel packages all together. Uh, even for my upcoming Tokyo trip, right? So uh, because I'm a go-tier. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, okay, yes, flex. Yes. They had nothing to do with it. I had to work my way out after all these years. <laughs> um, so even if I were to get a standard room, yeah. because it's listed as a VIP listing, like a friend of Expedia, I can actually potentially get a room upgrade or some free breakfast oh, as well. Nice. Uh, let's listen to uh, Expedia Mystery Travel Sound once more. See, it's a bit like brown noise or white noise, and I actually managed to uh, get an official confirmation that I can give y'all a proper clue, a really strong clue on this. But before Still. we get to that, uh, let's run through some of the wrong answers so far, okay? It is not a hand dryer. It is not inside the plane toilet. Mm. It is not a blowhole. It is not in the plane cabin while in the air, which was what I thought it was going to be. Same, same. You know, because I always like to sit like the window seat and lean against yes. it. So I thought Cold maybe that, window. Yeah, I thought maybe that's the sound. Apparently yeah. not. Uh, it is not being in a bullet train, like a fast train. Nope. Uh, yesterday evening, uh, Desmond guessed hot air balloon, the burner firing it up. What? Very detailed, uh, but that's wrong as well. And Serene this morning thought maybe what about traveling in a coach? Ah, okay, like in a, a bus ride. Well, here is your clue. The mystery travel sound doesn't necessarily need to be a form of transportation. It can actually be a destination. Something you do when you are traveling there. Hmm. What? Okay, so this person says, I see our game official says, uh, I'm being very generous already with this clue. So something like you've already arrived there, maybe? I'm going to need to have a heart think about this before anything. Getting you on your way. Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Still eavesdropping with Shonya. Not saying goodbye yet. Filling in for Daphne Koo while she's currently in Paris, mm. uh, enjoying some croissants. Baguettes. What else is in Paris? Huh? The Eiffel Tower? Oh yeah, that too. Can climb <laughs> uh, Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I, I don't know. You actually ate at the very top. I saw that on her Instagram. <laughs> I guess uh, we'll check in with Daphne on social media to catch up on her real soon as well. But while we have Shawnee here, our mm. in-house K-pop super fan. <gasps> yeah, yes. You know, here on Kiss 92, we've been playing a lot of fresh new K-pop, you know. But the thing about Kiss 92 is that it's a nice mix of fresh new hits, yep. but also a lot of nostalgia. Oh yeah. So I figured while you're here... How about we take a trip down memory lane to 2009? Uh, this was around the time when I think K-pop was really starting to blow up to my generation, mm-hmm. the millennials. Before that, we had Rain and CEO Taiji. But it oh. wasn't until Shiny, DBSK or TVXQ, yeah. uh, Wonder Girls with their massive hit, yep, Nobody. Yep. And then, of course, Girls' Generation. <laughs> I saw this viral video of the the girls trying to I think rehearse for a performance oh. and then one of them is like wearing a sweater and just anyhow dance. So she, young. She really very young. With the sunglasses. Was yes. it? There we go. That's the one. And it's then funny because all the comments actually everyone's like when you perform the song hundred thousand times. But I mean, what can you say? I mean, I kind of get it lah, okay? It's like their big hit. You know, it's like asking Lord to perform Royals, even though she has so I, many I other guess. songs. You know, but we have to play G right now. You know, apart from uh, Song of the Year, the Melon Music Awards, what can you sort of tell us about Girls' Generation G and maybe how influential this song is? I mean, this song up till now, it's still still being covered by the fourth gen, the fifth gen of K-pop uh, groups coming up right now. I think they just did a cover of 
not G, but they did a cover of another girl's generation song, super iconic, The Boys. Whoa. That came out later on. Bring the boys out. Yeah, girls' generation. <laughs> that's the one. So, uh, that's Lay Seraphim covered it. G was actually ranked number one in Rolling Stone's 2023 100 Greatest Songs in the History of what? K-pop. In I the mean, history yeah. of K-pop Super land. iconic. Gotta give it to them. Rolling Stones magazine gave it number one. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92 and there's always something to win when you stay locked on to KISS 92. If you're driving, set KISS 92 as your number one preset in your car. And shout out to you if you're listening to us as well on our audio app, wherever you are, trust that you're on your way. Right now, this is a $100 voucher from Lemon Vanilla. This is a bakery that specializes in reduced sweetness, healthier options when it comes to their ingredients, to cakes, pastries, cookies, and other bakes. You can explore their entire repertoire in their menu at Lemon Vanilla LV on Instagram. Now we're gonna bring back a game that we played at the middle of last year, but we gave it a rest and now it's time to go back at it. All right, we've been covering so much tech news today. So let's play a game of, is it AI? Now we're looking at the king of pop, Michael Jackson right now. Some of the most recognizable pop anthems from Beat It to inspiring the world with Earth Song. One of my personal favorites. A song that unfortunately is still very relevant today. He's made us dance. But actually, in the early 2000s, he wrote an epic orchestral rock anthem. You know that song, Bring Me to Life by Evanescence? That was actually first recorded by Michael Jackson. Or am I lying? <laughs> Is it AI? I mean, it's not easy to replicate screaming like that with AI, so... Maybe I am telling you the truth. Or maybe it is AI. What's up your answer right now? Is it AI or not? With us on the line right now is Jonathan. Jonathan, where are you on your way towards? I am still at work. You still? What do you do for a living? I am working in a building. Managing the building. <laughs> Initially, I was like, that's the most general thing. I'm working in a building. I'm like, oh... Ben? But I'm managing the building. Then the rest of us are working underground, is it? No. Oh, I, managing I, the building. Which building specifically? I'd rather not say. <laughs> oh, oh, government building. Ah. No, 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 no. Okay, come on. La. What big building you're managing? But are you happy? Uh, I guess so. I've <laughs> been staying there for 10 years. <laughs> hey, start of the year, okay? Yeah. No matter what your circumstances, it's all about perspective, okay? So yeah, if yeah, you yeah, are the fine. building manager, you'd be the best building manager in the whole of Singapore, understand? Uh, I'm, but I'm not the manager. I'm oh. just part of the team. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, fine. You set your goals there, okay? Soon, promotion. Right now, a bit of good luck for you. This is a $100 voucher from Lemon Vanilla. Uh, we're playing a game of Is It AI? Are you a fan of Michael Jackson? Uh, I wouldn't say a real fan, but I I like 
most of his songs. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, there's so many undeniable hits, very recognizable ones. Uh, but did you know that actually in the early 2000s, Michael Jackson was one of the first to record the rock anthem, Bring Me to Life. One of the writers brought it to him and then he actually went into the studio, recorded it. This is his voice. And he liked it, but I think he was busy during that period. He was busy. He was like, I have no time to do album all. So he just shelved it. Then after he passed away, archaeologists dug this out from his hard drive. Okay? Am I telling the truth or is it AI? It's very obviously AI. (laughs) Congratulations. Not even hardcore fan or so, you know. Enjoy a great Thank meal you. at Lemon Vanilla. What is your favorite radio station? Kiss Almost there. You're on your way on Kiss 92. Behind the scenes while we're listening to music, she asked me a very peculiar question, which I 100% exclaimed. I was like, yes! Finally, <laughs> that is the term to describe what I've been feeling. Uh, and that is gatekeeping artists. Okay? Oh. What is gatekeeping an artist? I think gatekeeping kind of means, to me, especially when it comes to talking about artists, it's like you want them to do well, but they're like your little secret. You don't want to let the whole world know. Now, this is something even beyond pop culture, I know many of us have with our favourite food spots. Like when you think of your favourite Hokkien meat, it's like, yes, I know, but I don't tell you. Because you don't want it to get crowded, you know. So in some ways, sometimes we also keep these kind of things. Especially selfish, but still. Yeah, but for music, I certainly find myself doing that. And I'm feeling that more and more with TikTok, right? Because in the case of an indie artist like Mitski. (laughs) Now, Mitski is an artist whose music is very, very personal to me. Like I was going through a very rough breakup a couple of years ago. And when I listened to her Be The Cowboy album, Bury Me At Makeout Creek. See, all these are unfamiliar titles to you. Mm They were so integral to my growth, right? I, I read the lyrics inside out. I was trying to almost evangelize the music to my friends. Like, hey, you gotta check out Mitski, you gotta check out. And then no one wanted to listen to me. And then this song blows up, takes over the social media platforms everywhere. This is now a TikTok song. Yeah. So the everyday person on the street like, oh, I know this song, the TikTok song. And I'm like, wow, you reduce it that much. And like the, the ironic thing is, you know, when you watch these TikToks for this particular sound itself, it shows a lot of couples walking yes. together, yes. happy. When actually the song, right, is the opposite of that. She's trying to say, my love is mine. Yep. Oh my goodness. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm so protective. I'm gatekeeping my own love. Yeah. You know, I don't want anyone to just take it away. You want it. I'm sorry, but this is my love. The couple montages. Yeah, it's like my own precious love. It is not meant to be shared, you know. So do you gatekeep artists? I'd be lying if I said no. Um, At one point, I think this was like late 2015 maybe, Rule. I kind of heard him, I think, was it SoundCloud or YouTube? One of those things. Next thing you know, he puts out his single and there he goes. Next, <laughs> what Sean Mendes, he's up there with him. Yeah, look, I, I remember back when we had a different uh, music director here yeah. in our radio station. I remember going to our music director saying, hey, you should check out this artist. Her name is Nicki Minaj. Oh! <gasps> 
I remember <gasps> no! having to fight for that. You're I remember saying, hey, this girl, Billie Eilish, yeah. we should be playing her music. And then um, they're not here anymore. But then they were like, oh no, it sounds a bit too indie. I don't think we'll play. Look at Billie Eilish now. Barbie movie and everything, <laughs> winning awards. <laughs> Josh, you got I, uh, good taste. We got to learn to sometimes just let go. Okay, music is meant to be for everyone yes. to enjoy. Right. And even for the people who don't understand, understand Mitski, <laughs> Mitski's music now, maybe along the way at some point it will. And then they will resonate with it the same way I am as well. Yeah. And this is the beauty of art. Always with you, on your way on Kids 92. The latest news in gaming and tech. Tech Talk. Now, usually in this segment, we talk tech. But while we have Shonya here, yep. who has agreed to hang back into the evening a little bit. Of course, any time, Josh. We were talking about gatekeeping, oh, yes. another Gen Z term, right? Mm-hmm. So our Tech Talk today is another Gen Z slang that we need to understand, okay? And someone actually used it on me recently and I was like, excuse what, what, me? What? So you can't snipe invite me or sniper invite me to something at the last minute. Okay. What? So let me explain. So I'm a very impulsive person, okay. right? In the sense where I'll be like, hey, tonight, let's go JB. I'm the right one. I'm like super. Are you kidding? I, I'm sure we all know someone like that. We either love or we are super annoyed by them. Okay. Or maybe we are that person. Fair, fair. In this case, that is me. But that's also my dad. That's how things are in our family. We're mm. always like last minute surprise plans. <laughs> and I know some people really don't like that. They like everything yeah, yeah, to be yeah, planned yeah. out. Yeah. So I was asking a friend, hey, last minute, let's go for this restaurant thing. You know, okay. it's a sit down full buffet yeah. dinner at this hotel. Then my friend said, hey, you can't like snuck invite me like that. Someone you're bringing a whole bunch of friends. It's a bit too anxiety inducing for me. <laughs> So he's got a bit of social anxiety, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like learning all these terms like sniper invite or snipe invite. Like a sniper la, like let it. Wow, sound effects. You know what? I'm learning this too. I've never even heard of this one. Snipe invite. I'm going to use this from now on. I, I learned this and I think it's an interesting thing to unpack. Are you going to incorporate it into your vocab? For sure. I think now I'm going to be a lot more sensitive to people because I also have my bits of like social anxiety okay. sometimes and yeah. to have someone suddenly spring up a party on you like, mm. hey, come over now. We're having this massive celebration. So, <gasps> you can't snipe invite me. But some of the most spontaneous things I've done um, kind of brought the most fun actually. Yeah, well, only if you feel ready, only True. if you feel okay. And if someone feels like, a bit uncomfortable, like, hey, don't like do that. Vibes off. We got to understand, okay, that's completely yeah. fine. I will regularly invite you without snipe inviting you. Very nice. <laughs> Sniper invite, I got to go and find this in a dictionary. <laughs> Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon. On KISS92 You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS92 And we are currently being interrupted by Our Expedia Mystery Travel Sound huh. For the past four days Millions of Singaporeans leaning in Trying to figure out and decipher What our travel-related sound is of and the queue to call is now 669-10920. But as you are trying to call me, let me run through what the wrong answers have been so far. Not a hand dryer, not the ambience inside the plane toilet, not the plane cabin either while in the air, not a blowhole, not the sound of being in a bullet train or in an air balloon up in the air. Also, not the sound of traveling in a coach or like a bus. 
none of these answers are correct. Which is why the prize pool is at 4.5k worth of Expedia Rewards points. I repeat, $4,500 worth of Expedia Rewards points. Numerous of your trips in the future will be yours all for free if you were to win $4,500 worth of Expedia Rewards points. I'm only going to pick up one call. Make it count. We have our game official on the line. We have Marcus that is representing Singapore right now. Okay, once again, let's hear our Expedia Mystery Travel Sound together. Marcus, the clue that we've been feeding you is that it may not be a traveling mode. Maybe you're already there at the destination on your trip. Okay, but then again, our game official could also be throwing us off, right? Uh, do you need a recap of the wrong answer so far, Marcus? Uh, no, I heard the wrong answer already. <laughs> you heard so many times already, okay. So you're, you're, you're very convicted with the answer that you have, yeah? Make it count, okay? Be as detailed as you can. Our game official is listening to you and so are uh, all of us right now. Let's lean in. What is your answer? Uh, I guess that is skydiving. Skydiving, okay. Anything else you want to add? Maybe skydiving, wearing Lululemon, nothing. Okay, skydiving. Okay, okay. Okay, game official. Skydiving is Marcus's answer. Skydiving is absolutely wrong. Um, Marcus, it's okay. The prize pool is now going to snowball to $5,000 worth of Expedia Rewards points. That cue to call is always around the corner, so keep it locked on on Kiss92, all right? All right, thank you. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. Kiss 92. You want to hear a story? You want to hear a story? Leaning close to radio. I have a story to share. I'm going to get real vulnerable in the moment. I got some nice tender, tender music in the background. Okay. So I had a very unexpected full circle moment happen to me a couple of days ago. And I only spent some time this afternoon to process what had happened. It was a full circle moment between my father and I and I figured I'd tell you this story because right now he's not in Singapore, he's in JB. So he won't be listening, he won't feel awkward. Okay, so I think many of us can relate to this, that tension between us and our parents. You know, I've certainly had my fair share, especially when I was a teenager. Actually, when I was a teenager, when I was very young, one big reason why I was so upset, even angry at my dad was because when I was a kid, one of my favorite father and son moments were when we would fish together. So my dad would take me fishing. And then all of a sudden, he just stopped. I'm not sure why, he just stopped. He would say, okay, next week, next week, but then next week never came. So I really held it against him, but I never really told him because it would be so embarrassing, right, to tell your dad like, hey, I'm so upset with you because you're supposed to take me fishing and you never take me fishing. I don't want to whine about it. So I just let it go. And then that distance between my dad and I just grew over time. But I've reached that point where I've started to really prioritize time with my parents. 
so we went to uh, a place that my dad used to take us when we were kids. You know, we used to go there to swim and walk the jetty and everything. So we were there. And it was also the place where my dad used to fish. We hadn't gone back in many, many years. So it was really surreal to go there and, you know, bring back some of these memories. But also as an adult, like we went to this one place that we always get fish and chips. And then my dad would say, yeah, last time we always eat fish and chips on. So I ordered fish and chips lah. Just for old time's sake, it was them bad, please. It was one of the worst fish and chips I've ever had. You know, but when you're a kid, you don't care. You know, and I even had like ketchup on the side to kind of like bring back what it was like when I was a kid, you know. So as we were heading out, my dad just randomly said, you know, he said, you know, last time I used to fish, you know. Then I was like, mm-hmm, then. And then he was like, but then I stopped lah because uh, actually I went to Indonesia with some friends and there were so many of us on the boat and suddenly, uh, thunderstorm. So all of us got really scared. I was hanging on for dear life, you know. And then I really thought in that moment I was going to pass away. And then I, y'all were still young children back then. And then I came home and then Amma said, ah, from now on, you better not fish anymore. Because I used to love to, you know, fish and then bring home and then grandma would cook the fish for us. And then he said, when grandmother passed away, I just stopped fishing. You know, there was never a reason anymore to fish. So I just stopped lah. I threw out all the fishing rod, everything. And then I was like, wow, I did not even ask for this full circle moment, but then it just came. It just happened, you know? And and I have not kind of told my dad how significant that story, that resolution was for me, how, how much I needed that. But I just want to take this moment to kind of encourage everyone, you know, if you've ever kind of held out any kind of animosity towards your parents or your siblings and you never know the full story because you only know your side of things, right? Sometimes along the way, these resolutions become clear to you. You know, there's no point holding on to the anger, but let that come to you naturally, if it does, you know? I got my full circle moment. I hope you do as well. But even if you don't, even if I never found out this story, I would have forgiven my father anyway. You're not just on the way. You're on your way. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. We are going beyond the headlines in other news. News that may not have made the... Uh, yo, why you do this type of thing, Jillian? Huh? So I told my producer, Jillian Summers, help me to find some in other news stories that we have not covered in the headlines. So she's put up articles on my screen here. And the first thing I see is a giant snake. Well, it's not just a giant snake. It's a super rare venomous bandit crate snake. I don't care what <laughs> brand the snake is. Okay, what species? Snake is a snake. You know, I'm scared of serpents. Okay, but this is in Singapore, is it? It's like black and white striped. Mm-hmm. Anything that is like fashionable, like any kind of fashionable snake uh, is dangerous. That's the way I look at it because <laughs> it's, it's, it's venomous, right? It's true, so yeah. this one here, specifically in Pulau Ubin, okay. So someone took this photo. Uh, shout out to Prashanta Kumar Mohanti. You have the guts of steel, okay? Apparently, you camped out late at night, overnight. To find this snake. Apparently, this is their third time camping at Pulau Ubin. They couldn't find it on the first two times. Oh, yo, 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 I'm looking away. Okay, continue talking. I'm just looking away from the photos. <laughs> yeah, so he apparently found that the snake was in Singapore last year, April. Mm. And when he saw the photo, he knew that he had to go and find this animal to capture it. Okay, so he called it the crate. K-R-A-I-T. Apparently, they are more likely to emerge during wet weather, which is what we've been experiencing. Because in my 
my mind with wet weather, all of them just hide. But apparently, this particular snake species like to come out. Yes. In so the middle of the night. Yeah. And, and, and quite freaky, you know, black and white. Okay, okay, okay. If I were to take away my biasness towards snakes, mm. right? My fear of, oh, I'm looking at it, at it right now. I'm trying to appreciate it. It honestly does look gorgeous. It does. Like the body of the snake, the, the angles it has, it's... It's quite beautiful. It is, Dare it is. I say. Yeah, know? so six photographers actually camped out to find this snake across the island. And when they did find it, one of them said there was a sense of awe at being in the presence of something ah. so venomous but yet so calm. You know, I really appreciate, you know, that we have these little groups in Singapore, you know, from bird watchers to animal photographers that are so passionate in their craft, in their art. Mm. And there's a sense of community amongst them as well. They don't try to keep it to themselves. Themselves, they share, they say, okay, this is the place that we saw the snake. Our intention is not to hurt. Our intention is not to harm or take away from our environment, but to appreciate, to capture through photography. And then these photos live on, you know, children get to see it, you know, enthusiasts get to see it and remind ourselves that we share this island with our animals. And I'm saying this all from a state of anxiety. I'm scared of snakes, okay? <laughs> well, if you look at the photo, the face is actually very cute, eh? Okay, I don't know about the cute thing. Don't push it. Uh, But the snake is listed as endangered on the red data book list of threatened species in Singapore. So another reminder, observe from a distance. They are also venomous. Mm. uh, Don't play around with these things. Okay, Pulau Ubin was where they found this serpent. On your way with Joshua Simon on KISS92. we got some food news to cover right now with our producer, Gillian Summers. Uh, We want to show love to the students, the staff, the faculty of SMU. Actually, now across all these tertiary schools, they've got these like fantastic spots for you to just kick back, enjoy yourself, yeah. food, community with your classmates, with your lecturers. Uh, SMU now in particular, because I also know they have like a very nice bagel shop there, uh, but now they have a fish shaped mochi waffle. <laughs> Apparently, it, this concept was inspired by a sous chef. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. So this is, let me try to explain for you. This has my favorite fish. Okay, one of my favorite desserts in the whole world is the fish. It's a Hayaki, yes. right? Obviously, not gonna smell or taste like fish. It's a wafer that's shaped like a fish. Mm-hmm, you may mm-hmm. see a don 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 donkey. I don't know when, how many times I have to stop myself after saying don. <laughs> uh, but they, you know, there's the the soft soft mochi mochi type, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and then there is the crispy one where inside can be like a azuki bean, like a red bean, yes. or a custard cream. Oh, I live for that. It can even be cold, like ice cream, or like it can be even hot. Ice cream. Yeah, in this case, this one is hot. This is mochi waffles with fillings like. Cream. Korean fried chicken in there. You can also do soft serve. So you can either have it in savory or you can have it uh, as something sweet as a dessert. They call it the smuffle. Uh, and it's very cute. You know, visually, it looks like a like a, a, a waffle fish eating a whole bunch of stuff just down into the cup. It's a, uh, worth checking out if you happen to be around town. Because SMU, from what I know, like these kind of outlets are open to public. So you they can kind of just walk in and try. Uh, they're very affordable as well. Just $5 for two pieces or $12 for five pieces. Uh, once again, let me get the... Do you have the title of this store? Oh, they're called Smoth. Smoth. <laughs> Or Smoth. Okay. Is at the SMU School of Economics? Because I know SMU is like a whole metropolis, mm, but different, different areas. Right? La, la, On your way, it's KISS 92. The latest news in gaming and tech. Tech Talk. 
Alphabet's Google is laying off hundreds of staff from its digital assistant, hardware and engineering teams as part of cost-cutting measures. Affected workers include those from its voice-based Google Assistant and augmented reality hardware teams. It comes as Google's core search business competes with rival AI offerings from Microsoft and ChatGPT operator OpenAI. Alphabet had already announced 12,000 job cuts, or over 6% of its global workforce last January. Meanwhile, Amazon.com also laid off hundreds of staff in its Prime Video and studio businesses this week, raising fears of even more layoffs to come in Silicon Valley. Stay connected. On your way on KISS. Let's go! 92. I want to give a big shout-out to our friends over at Singapore Symphony Orchestra. Uh, on the 26th and 27th of January at the Esplanade Concert Hall, they are screening the classic Steven Spielberg film E.T., the Extraterrestrial, uh, starring a very young Drew Barrymore who's come a long way. Now, for many of us who've seen this film growing up, whether it's on a VHS tape or a laser disc, this is a classic back on the big screen, only at the Esplanade Concert Hall. And the brilliant thing here is the Singapore Symphony Orchestra, they will be playing the score live on the spot for you. If you'd like to pick up some tickets to experience this for the whole family, you can head over to sso.org.sg. This is E.T. the Extraterrestrial Film with Live Orchestra from the Singapore Symphony Orchestra. Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, KISS 92. You have been on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92. I hope I earned the privilege of your time with the show this evening. I'll be back tomorrow from 4 to 8 p.m. with another chance for you to win a $100 voucher from Lemon Vanilla, a fantastic bakery that has reduced sweetness and healthier options for the ingredients in their cakes and bakes. Uh, also, another abalone gift set worth $138 from Gain City. I think tomorrow's our last one as well from Gain City. Remember to check out gaincity.com to explore the entire catalogue. You get your nine percent GST absorbed during this Chinese New Year period and up to $3,888 worth of Ang Pao cash back. Also tomorrow morning, another cue to call for our KISS92's mystery travel sound with the big show with Glenn, Angel and the Flying Dutchman. Filling in tonight is Netco, our owl who's going to be taking over a chance for you to win a $100 dining voucher from Picky Snout so you can experience some Asian-inspired rosti. Way to go. You're on your way on KISS. Let's do it. 92.